Welcome to Women Beyond Borders, the podcast that empowers you to explore the world fearlessly. Together, we will dive into a transformative journey with fascinating stories and travel tips from inspiring women who have journeyed to the far corners of the earth. Join me, Angelica, as we unravel the secrets of solo exploration and uncover hidden gems. Welcome to Women Beyond Borders, and today I'm not alone, but with an exciting guest. The person who's with me today is an inspiring woman who discovered her love for travel already years ago and has been to many exciting places around the world. And my guest today is Olivia. Hi, and welcome to the show, Olivia. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very excited. I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm so excited to have you too, because you are the first guest of Women Beyond Borders podcast. So I'm really excited to chat with you today. But Olivia, I found you on social media, actually, because you have a presence uh, on TikTok. And if there's someone listening who hasn't been keeping an eye on your travels and social media, can you tell us uh, who are you and what do you do? Yeah. Um, well, like you said, my name is Olivia. I'm 20 years old. I post travel-based content and um, I teach people how it's more how you can make traveling more affordable and how everyone can access traveling. Mm-hmm. So your content is mainly around traveling and all of that. Yeah. Awesome. And if you were to think about traveling and how it began for you, how would you say this love story between you and traveling started <laughs> and where it um, even started? Yeah. So I've always been really intrigued by Hawaii. I think it's because I love the ocean and as soon as I turned 18, I really wanted to go there and stay there for a while. So at that time, school had been moved online. So I was in high school, but it was all online. And I decided to go there and some friends joined me and we stayed for a bit and I fell in love with the island. But then I also just realized how much more there is than just my own hometown and so many people to meet, so many things to experience. So after that, I just really wanted to continue traveling. That is so cool. What was it about Hawaii that uh, really intrigued you? I don't know. It's just so amazing. There's beautiful beaches. Everyone is so friendly and it just... I love the lifestyle there. Everyone's really chilled out and just having a good time experiencing life. Mm. Do you think it has something to do that it's an island? Because I feel like the islands that I have visited, there's kind of a different lifestyle on the islands. It's like more slow paced. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome. And you were there for a few months. Yeah, like a, a month and a half. Mm -hmm. So you were 18, only 18 mm -hmm. when you went to Hawaii. Did you have any fears before going there? Surprisingly not, because now I feel like I'm a bit more scared. But I think because I was so young, I've only ever experienced my own hometown, the same stuff over and over again. I was just very fearless, actually. Even like buying my ticket, I was just like, I'm going to do it. I don't have that same fearlessness now, but back then I definitely did. So now before buying flights, you're a bit nervous thinking about it more. Yeah, it's just um, like after you experience life a little bit more. I remember one time in Hawaii, I saw like there was just a situation that I felt unsafe in. And I think that was the moment I realized like I can't just 
be so fearless. I need to watch out a little bit. And then after that, I just take precautions before traveling or while traveling. Mm, that makes sense. And I think I can totally relate to that. I yeah. think when you're, or when we're younger, then we're just, yeah, fearless, as you mentioned. Yeah. We're just jumping into things, into experiences, and not really thinking that much. But after you've had certain experiences and maybe seen the world more, then you think about things more also. And then maybe yeah. before making some bigger steps, then you're kind of considering all of these different things and taking precautions as well, as you mentioned. Um, but I'm curious to hear also, what type of traveler is Olivia? I'm definitely the type of traveler that wants to spend the least amount of money possible, but mm -hmm. also still have a great time. I'm also not too much of a planner. I'll have like a few things that I want to do and see, but I'm very go with the flow. You always get recommendations along the way too. So I never like to be too sure about a plan and there's always stuff being switched around. So yeah. So rather a spontaneous type of traveler. Yeah, a little bit. Are you spontaneous to the limit where you only have the flights and the few first nights kind of booked or you have some more like ideas about your destination and like a few plans in place, but also you leave some room for spontaneity when you arrive? It depends on the trip because there's trips I've gone where I just have the flight and I have no idea what I'm walking into. But then bigger trips where I'm like, okay, let me plan a little bit out for the first few weeks. It all just depends on where I'm going, what I'm doing, what the situation mm -hmm. is like. Depending on the on the destination also then, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you travel with a suitcase or a backpack? I'm curious. Okay. So <laughs> I, this is actually interesting because I've tried a backpack. Like I bought a backpack. I still have the backpack, but I always <laughs> go back to my little carry-on roller suitcase. I just can't help it. I don't like having things on my back. Even when I go to class, I have like a little side bag. I just, I'm not a backpack person. So it's just the fact of having something on the back that doesn't really sit yes. with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I was curious. I don't think I saw a single backpack in your mm -hmm. videos. And I was curious, yeah. is there a backpack even... <laughs> That's interesting, yeah, I but don't I mean, do backpacks. Everyone has their own style and whatever works for you. If I mean, you have a carry-on suitcase, then why not? Cool. Yeah. But um, I suggest we can move forward to the main topics. We have a few exciting things to talk about that we have briefly discussed before as well. And the first thing that I wanted to chat with you about, you mentioned before as well that you're a student and also that you're rather a budget traveler. And I feel like there are so many misconceptions around finances and traveling. And people oftentimes see traveling as something that is really expensive. You have to save a lot of money to go traveling somewhere and sometimes even that traveling is for wealthy people only yeah. but you're a young woman who's a student and traveling on a budget so i'm curious to hear how is it financially possible to travel while studying um i about your about what you were saying before i just want to put this in there i think there's a difference between vacationing and traveling Vacationing totally to me, yeah, vacationing to me is expensive. It's nice resorts, nice food. 
traveling is it's not always nice. Like sometimes you're sleeping on an uncomfortable bed or you're walking with my carry-on in the rain for like an hour. It's not as nice, but it's so worth it. And some ways that I personally like to save while traveling is I'm a big person on miles. There's a whole mile hacking community and I'm still trying to learn about it, but I've gotten like two flights very cheap because of miles and just building those up. Um, I also like to have a plan with my budget. Like if I only have this much for this part of a place, then sometimes I might have to skip out on an excursion that I really want to do or get food from a cheaper place to do that excursion. Just really thought out and yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I remember also seeing your video where you mentioned that you flew to Hawaii for $13. Yeah, that was crazy. Please I, tell me about that. So my favorite airline is Delta. It's just what my whole family uses and what I was like grown up to be taught to use. So from building like miles from all the flights I've taken and then eventually I got a credit card through that travel or through Delta and just it all builds up eventually and then it was like maybe 30,000 miles but only $13 so I did it. <laughs> that is insane. I just mm -hmm. cannot imagine flying to Hawaii with $13. That that sounds like yeah. it's unreal. Yeah. But do you have some tips maybe for people who would like to look into um, credit card or like travel miles hacking? Some tips that they could use to start this journey as well. I'm personally trying to still learn a lot about it. But for now, I would say stick to one airline as much as you can. Obviously, I always sometimes go the cheaper route, but I try to stick to one airline to build up those points. And I know a lot of airlines have credit cards and even hotels have credit cards. And as long as you're smart with the credit card and pay it off, you can get rewards and incentives to get cheaper or free things. That's amazing. And I think it's more used in the US probably. I remember yeah. I met someone uh, from the States actually, who works for a company that helps people with like travel hacking, all of these uh, miles and everything. And she told me also so many crazy stories how she got to fly business from one place to another because of the miles that she had and mm -hmm. things like this. So that's really exciting. And I think that people should really look into that because I mean, who wouldn't want to fly to Hawaii for $13? <laughs> that sounds yeah. like a dream. But you mentioned also a really important topic here and I totally agree. I feel like also there's a difference between vacationing and traveling. And you gave a few examples here, um, how it differs that vacationing might be more luxurious, you stay in resorts, etc. versus traveling is more um, on a budget side where maybe not everything is super comfortable and convenient. Yeah. Can you share maybe a few more examples of traveling and how it differs from vacationing and how these steps can help you to save money on traveling? Um, well, like I said, traveling is not always comfortable. There's a lot of times where you don't know where you're going next or what you're doing or 
you could be sick, but you still have to keep going and push through. And it's just really uncomfortable, honestly. But I think that being uncomfortable is good just to get out of that comfort zone. But if you're vacationing and you're sick, you have a nice room and you can just rest. You have access usually to medicines from the hotel that can make you feel better. But it's just very, very different. I think both are great. But as a young college student, traveling is very nice, especially because in life, not everything's perfect. And sometimes the times where we're the most uncomfortable or the most miserable is the moments you remember. And is like, and it's just funny to look back on and everyone's laughing. And it's just, I don't know. I love it. I totally agree. Because if you usually look back at these moments where you were struggling so bad mm-hmm. while traveling now you just look back at this memory and laugh and mm-hmm. like remember it as something good do you have something in mind right now like a similar experience that you had and now you're just looking back at it and kind of laughing about it there's so many i I want to think of a good one, though. Um, I don't know. I can't think of a specific one, but some examples are just like walking long periods in the rain and having to put a trash bag over my carry-on because I didn't bring a backpack. (laughs) And sometimes having to hitchhike and just hope for the best because there's no taxis around or anything. And yeah. But it's funny because these moments, right? When you're walking there in the rain, like it's pouring, you would like to be somewhere in a dry place, put your suitcase somewhere in the corner, just relax, drink some tea. And then the Mm -hmm. moment it feels so awful. But now when you think back to it, you're like, okay, actually like it's a cool memory. Yeah. And it, it's so just, it's, it's a funny situation too, because people will like watch us run by and just laugh and we're laughing too. And then there's some people that like offer us to come in and just have a seat. I didn't have a trash bag at first, but someone offered to give it to me and you just meet people that way as well. Yeah, in difficult situations in life, I feel like overall, it's oftentimes this way that um, the kindness comes out of other people, and you can really see the beauty of other people, how people come together and like help each other. And I think it's so beautiful, which makes that hardship kind of even, yeah, more beautiful as it is. Definitely. Um, But coming back to finances, I want to ask you more as well, because there are definitely women listening to us who would like to go traveling, but they perhaps their main thing that they're thinking about is that I don't have any money and I obviously need to have some funds for traveling. What are some of your top tips for traveling on a budget? Um, Well, I'm going to go back to before even traveling. Mm -hmm. I always make sure that I'm working a lot, obviously, but putting money aside specifically for traveling and just trying to build that up so I can go on that trip and just trying not to spend on anything but traveling. But while you're traveling, um, just... Always look for the cheaper options, obviously. Hostels, um, getting cheaper food, maybe not going on as many little excursion type things. And yeah, there's also um, work exchanges that offer a free place to stay in exchange for some volunteering and working and usually they give you meals as well. There's a lot of resources out there 
that I've realized that helps young people like us travel. Hmm. And what are these resources that you mentioned here? I would say, like I said, the work exchange, like World Packers, that's a great resource. Um, in that case, all you really have to do is buy a flight and have some spending money. I think it's really great what they do. And you, I think you had an experience as well, right? Uh, with yes. World Packers. Maybe you can uh, share briefly what was your experience? How did it go? And I love, I really love the concept of it because really you, as you mentioned, you just buy the flights and you have the accommodation right there. But if there's something, someone listening who never had the experience with world packers uh, or work away, then maybe you can share a bit more about what that concept is and then share your experience as well. Yeah, so World Packers is basically a work exchange program. There's a lot out there, but I feel like World's, World Packers is the most trusted, in my opinion. And you can just look all around the world where you want to go, look for different jobs. There's social media stuff. There's stuff with um, teaching children English or different languages like that. Um, there's painting there's so many different options and once you find one you like you can check the reviews you can check their requirements and then just go ahead and apply for it I did mine in Guatemala and I stayed in the house there was other girls there which was nice and in the morning super early I would have to go to this farm there was guys that were doing more like shovel and a barrel and heavy heavy lifting but my job was to take care of the animals I got to feed the dogs play with the dogs there was cats in just helping around with anything they needed and then I would get off they would give you two meals a day and those were honestly the favorite my favorite parts of the day because everyone would come together and it was a really nice community and it was just, I loved it. That sounds so wholesome. And besides the fact that you can save money on accommodation, as you mentioned as well, you have these meals included as well. So you can literally travel with a really small budget. Do you feel like besides saving money on, let's say, accommodation and food, is there anything else that you can get out of these work exchanges? Definitely. I think it's, like I said, the community and just the fact of helping people. And that's what I think you get the most out of is just experiencing different cultures and just being able to help. That sounds so great. So everyone check out World Packers and yeah, maybe you can find also an interesting uh, work exchange in some country where you want to go. Do you feel like it was rather easy for you to find a work exchange when you went to Guatemala? Yeah, like I looked beforehand, before mm -hmm. going. And so the process was relatively easy. You just took a look what kind of options there are in Guatemala and then applied or how was the process? Yeah, you have to apply before going and get approved. And then you can talk to like the host a bit if you have any questions and then, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. But moving on to the next topic, and this one I think I'm the most excited about, and I feel like this is something that you are excited about as well. I know that you have an exciting story about travel friends. Can you share the story in more detail with us? Yes. Um, so... I get a lot of DMs about people wanting to travel or setting up something. And I don't know, one girl DM'd me and I don't know what it was, but I was like, I love this message. 
I don't even remember what it said, but I was like, I need to respond to her. This sounds, I don't know. It was just really intriguing. So I responded and it was just something along the lines of getting a group together and planning a trip. So I went through my DMs, found a couple other girls that were interested in it. And eventually we had a group of four people and we were all from different parts of the world, which I think is interesting. Um, obviously me from Michigan and then one girl from Quebec, which is in Canada, but it's French Canadian. So it's a bit different and, um, an Australian and then a Danish girl. And yeah, so we would try to get on calls planning the trip, but it was really hard because the time zone differences and stuff. But eventually we got a plan and we just all met up with each other. Luckily, everything went amazing and they're like all my best friends now and I love them so much, but it was just one of the craziest things I've did, but it was one of the best things as well. That sounds like such a crazy story, especially the first part even that you mentioned that you get a lot of DMs of people kind of inviting you on a trip, which mm -hmm. is really cool that people are so open and like just by seeing your videos, they want to travel with you and put together a group. But it's also interesting that this one specific message stood out for you and mm. you decided to reply and the trip actually made it out of the group chat. Yes, it <laughs> did. <laughs> but why did you even decide to travel with strangers in the first place? Man, um, like I said, that... I don't know. Her message really intrigued me. When we were on the phone, everyone seemed like I would personally get along with them very well. But I also feel like as a traveler, you end up meeting so many people anyways along the way. So it's essentially the same thing besides the fact that we didn't know each other before. So I was like, it should be okay. We had phone calls before and I was like, I like these girls. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But it wasn't just that you bought the flights and met up somewhere, right? Like you planned, you actually planned the trip yeah. beforehand. So I'm really curious because, well, first of all, as you mentioned, you're all from different parts of the world, which is insane in terms of yeah, time zones to mm -hmm. plan the calls and everything. But I'm curious, how does one even plan a trip with strangers from all around the world? Like, what was the process? Where did you start? What kind of things you put in place before your trip? So we started with deciding on where we wanted to go. And we all agreed that Italy was like a dream destination. We're going to start there. And then we looked at Airbnbs, we looked at hostels, um, we all knew that the cheapest for all of us was to fly into Milan, so we decided to start there. And it's kind of funny because in the group chat, there's just like a random Airbnb or like hostel or a train ticket, and they're like, this one looks good, book it. And then we would just be like, are you sure? Like, this is the one? And then... It's just like a whole group chat message of just like sending things to do, places to book. It's just, it's kind of funny. Wow. This sounds again surreal that you actually plan a trip with complete yeah. strangers. Yeah. Um, how long did you end up spending with these three other girls in Italy? I would say a little under a month. That's a really long time. Yeah, but we the all clicked so good. And I think all of our personalities added something. And without one of us, it would have been so different. And I don't know how it worked out so well, but it did. 
It just sounds like it was written in the stars, like specifically yeah. the fact that somehow this group came together of these specific people. Yeah. So did I understand correctly? So there was this one girl who DM'd you, whose DM really stood out for you. But then also these two other girls, they also DM'd you at some point. Yeah. Okay, wow. I looked so I looked back at all the DMs and I just, I was like, whatever one catches my eye. And then those were the ones. And if you think about it, it's so crazy that each one of you had to make some kind of step for it to mm -hmm. happen. Well, first of all, you had to find each other. Maybe they had to find you. You had to start your, your TikTok and then like this one girl who sent you the message, uh, like some specific message, I guess, that you really noticed that out of all of the other DMs and also these two other girls, that is really, really awesome. And I'm curious also, before going to Italy with these girls, so still, of course, you had calls with them and everything, but still, you've never met them before. Did you have some fears before your first trip with them? Definitely. I had a lot of fears. Tell me about I them. I was like, first of all, I was just scared in general to like fly out and get to the Airbnb because I was the last one to arrive. And then I was also scared about just like meeting them and making like I was scared if it was like the right thing for me to do if these if we're gonna click if it's gonna be good or bad I was just scared I think everyone was scared but mm. do you did you have some kind of backup plan as well if shit hit the fan then you would do that <laughs> we actually talked about this and we all were like yeah like We all thought to ourselves, if it wasn't what we expected or wanted, we were just going to go solo and just do our own thing. And yeah. That seems really healthy. Do you feel like you would have done it indeed if you didn't click with these people that you would just go solo? Definitely. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't something that was good, then yeah. That's so important, I feel like, because uh, a lot of people, me included, of course, as well, sometimes when I think back on my travels, I found myself in um, maybe groups of people where I don't feel like I belong necessarily, but maybe I also don't have a better option, so to say, at the moment. So I just stick with these people, even though I feel like actually this is not my tribe, really. So yeah. I think here's a really important message as well, that if you are in a situation where you're with people that you don't really click with, then just leave. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. But also these friends that you met in Italy last summer, that was not the only trip that you had. Am I correct? Nope. Yes. <laughs> so what happened next? You had your amazing trip to Italy last summer. What happened next? So I actually came home for about a month and then I decided to go back to Europe for another month just to travel. And I actually met up with the Danish girl. I went to Denmark and she also came to Berlin with me. So that was nice to see her again. And then after that, we started planning our next trip to Asia. We went to Vietnam and Thailand and that was a lot of fun. And when we said bye to each other a few weeks ago, we were all just bawling our eyes out. I have a video of it. It's funny, but we were just crying so hard. I can feel the emotions even right yeah. now. That is so sad. Saying goodbyes while traveling yeah. is so heartbreaking, but also because you have such a strong bond with these people. But wow. So it means that this trip to Italy was really important is one, but also 
life-changing in a way and exciting for all of you that you actually decided that, okay, let's do another one. And you planned a whole different trip to Asia altogether. Yeah, our plan is to meet up every summer or my summer, their winter or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, so when we left Italy, we were like, okay, well, this isn't goodbye. We'll see you next in a year. And then when we said bye this time, we we're like, okay, see you in a year. That is so cool. Do you think that you will be this group of friends when you're retired also then you're traveling the world definitely those I would the those girls are definitely going to come to my wedding and like eventually see my hometown and everything I love that have you planned actually visiting each other in your home countries yeah we said one time we should just do a trip to each country which I think would be interesting to see maybe you can do like uh like as one trip you go to each country which is funny you go to Australia then the states then we actually we brought that up and we were like we should just do that and then we're like oh no that'll be so expensive that sounds like a really big trip to take in one go but you mentioned that just recently you all met up in Asia. You went to Vietnam and Thailand, right? Yes. Out of these two, maybe we focus today on Thailand because I'm curious about hearing uh, about your experience in Thailand. And mm-hmm. I want to start with, because you traveled there for quite some time, I think, right? How long was it? Yeah. Again, like a month, I don't know. I think like four weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I think yeah. I mean, it was not one week, so around the yeah. month, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. How did you feel about Thailand? Did you feel safe there? Yes, I did. What made you feel safe there as a female traveler? There was a lot of travelers, and I even went there in the off-season when there's not a lot of travelers. So our hostels were usually pretty full, so when we would like go out, do stuff, it was usually with a big group of people. Hmm. And I don't know, everyone was really friendly, honestly, in Thailand. I'm pretty sure they're like known for being friendly, too, hmm. but... I never like felt threatened by anyone or like in danger and I would walk around alone whenever I needed like alone time and I felt completely fine. The only thing I would say is at night I would always just make sure to walk home with someone Mm. from my hostel just because it's scary at night. Precautions. That's just me. Yeah. Precautions. And yeah, but I felt really safe. Awesome. So you would combine or like the safety you feel like is a combination of really welcoming and nice locals, but also uh, like a big network of travelers. Yeah. Awesome. That's really great because I feel like in if you go to places where there's not too many travelers slash backpackers, then it can feel like you're alone there in a way. Yeah. And this way also, if you have travelers around, you can hear more of their experiences and hear about some tips, where you should go, etc. But you traveled around Thailand as well quite a bit to different exciting places. Um, Would you say that you have one specific favorite place that you visited there with your girlfriends? Definitely. The island Kotel is by far my favorite. Like it beats any other place in Thailand by so much. And a lot of people say that, but I love it there. I want to go back. It's amazing. 
I love it. I love the enthusiasm. I can see the excitement <laughs> yes. in your eyes. But yes. uh, what made it special? Why do you like it so much? Honestly, it's a great island, but I think the thing that made it most spe special is, again, like the community of people we had and the people we met there. We had um, a dorm room of like eight people and we were all there for the exact same time. I'm pretty sure it was like four days and we all just got super close. It was like having a big sleepover with all your best friends, like waking up, talking about our nights and like, I don't know, the community there was great, but the island is also just really beautiful and there's a lot to see as well. Mm, I love it. I just had like a visual in front of my eyes like this warm yeah. cozy community and like when you mentioned having a like a sleepover with your friends that sounds so great like when you meet mm. these people on your travels it makes it so much better yeah i feel like um do you know this movie oh my god i cannot remember how it's called Anyways, the big quote in the end of the movie where this guy is traveling alone um, is that happiness is better when it's shared. No. Oh, my God. I cannot remember. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm, I think I've heard something like that, like happiness is better when it's shared or like I don't know, something along those lines, but I completely agree with that. Mm. Why do you think it is this way? I don't know. I think a big part of like our experience in life is just like community and other people. Like we would be nothing if we didn't have people around us. Like it's so important to have good people around you that just lift you up. Yeah, 100% agree. Plus, yeah. I feel like also if you experience something really beautiful, let's say it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful sunset in Thailand, somewhere on the island. And if you're doing this alone, sure, it's beautiful, of course, anyways. But if you do it with someone else, you can, you can just share this experience and really share the happiness of the moment and kind of put it into words as well. Maybe that helps. It's, well. Yeah. It's so much better to experience things with other people. It makes it a lot greater of an experience than it is. For sure. Especially if these are your people, like the, yeah. the best friend sleepover on the yeah. island in Thailand. But coming back to Thailand overall, uh, do you feel like there was this one maybe travel experience that really stood out that you really enjoyed experiencing? Yeah. So when we were on the island PP, um, there was a pirate party boat thing. And wow. yeah, it was a lot of fun. We got to see the whole island. We went to Monkey Beach. Sadly, we didn't see any monkeys, but we snorkeled. I saw an octopus, a baby shark. Wow. You just got to see the whole island, meet people, and like have some drinks because there was a bar. And that was just a lot of fun. And then after, we went out with the people on the boat. So it's just another like community thing. I don't know. It was fun. Mm. And again, experience shared with people, right? Yep. Which makes it really memorable. I remember yes. seeing also videos from that pirate ship and it looked yeah. like a lot of fun. So if you're listening to us and you want to see that as well, then later we'll be sharing Olivia's TikTok so that you can go and check it out as well. That is so cool. But would you say, since you traveled around Thailand as well quite a bit, how easy or challenging it is to travel around Thailand? I was actually super worried to go over there yeah. just because it's so far and so different to what I'm used to. But it was actually very easy. 
The transportation was easy. Directions were easy. Finding food or hostels, like everything was very easy and everyone was always so helpful. Hmm. Do you think it's because Thailand is essentially like a really popular, I would say, destination for travelers and that the travelers have been there for years and years. So there's like a decent infrastructure for travelers. Yeah, maybe. I think also the locals too are just very nice and help out. But yeah, there are a lot of travelers that kind of lead the way. Hmm. And since it is like rather easy to travel around Thailand, would you say that it is a good destination for a beginner traveler? Yes. Before I went, I would have said no. Really? How but come? Yes. Just because it's so far for me. Like it's, it was such a long flight. It was such a long journey to get there. And it's just so different from like Europe, Canada, America. Like it's just so different. So it's so scary to like leave what you're used to and what mm -hmm. you're comfortable with. But after going there, I would say it would be perfect for beginners. And I think it would really show them what traveling is like and inspire them to continue to go. Mm. That's a great story also that you mentioned right now, which kind of captures this idea that we oftentimes think that the unknown places where we haven't been yet are scary, maybe dangerous, yeah. but we think this way just simply because we haven't been there. But actually, yeah. once we go there and experience it, then we see that, okay, actually, you know what? It wasn't that bad. And it was actually the complete opposite of something that I, that I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Cool. And why do you think, because I feel like you have um, rather really positive um, experiences with Thailand, with your recent trip. Why should anyone visit Thailand? So many reasons. I think everyone should go. Obviously, the culture is great to like experience and see like different ways of life. Um, it's also just beautiful, like the mountains, the nature. Like I've never seen anything like it. And I don't think I ever will. It's so beautiful. Um, the other travelers and just community. It's a lot of fun. It's cheap. There's, it has everything you could ever need. <laughs> I loved it there. It's a place to be. Yeah. A place to be for a traveler. So if yes. you are a beginner traveler, or even also probably not really beginner, but still good destination to go to if you want to experience some good weather, meet awesome people, see probably beautiful sunsets, yes. have awesome pirate <laughs> boat parties, Yeah, <laughs> then Thailand is a place to be. That is so awesome. And I'm so happy for you that you found this group of people also uh, through TikTok, which is insane. And you still stayed in touch with them and kind of continued your travels. But actually talking about TikTok, I'm really curious to hear because you have rather a big following on TikTok. How did this TikTok journey even start for you? So I've always posted videos on TikTok. I just think it's fun. Um, but when I was in Spain after going to Hawaii, I was like, just getting into traveling and I thought it was the most amazing thing and I'm like why does everyone do this so I just started really posting there as well and then one video did pretty good where I said that how I'm like 18 traveling I'm in Spain like you guys should travel and everyone was like how do you do that that's so like whatever and blah, blah, blah. So then I started making videos, giving them like things to do, how to help and everything. And then it just, people liked it and it just kept going from there. 
Mm. So what's your goal currently with your TikTok account? Right now, it's just to inspire people to get out and like experience the world. Even if it's like driving five hours away and just getting lunch, just go out, do something, experience life. That's all. Yeah, I love how you also post videos exploring your own hometown and like hometown area, let's say, because I feel like also oftentimes with traveling, it's that we think that, okay, we need to like go somewhere far away from our home country and yeah, travel somewhere abroad, but actually you can also travel in your own country. It doesn't really matter where you're from, but you can always do it. Just like see your hometown from a different perspective, do touristy things. Go and see, I don't know, a museum or something. I 100% agree with that. And that is cool that you inspire people to do that as well. Not only the traditional way of traveling, but also traveling in your own hometown or uh, your own country. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I was so excited to hear about all of these things, all of these experiences that you've had. I want to look into the future a bit together with you do you have a destination in mind that you have on your bucket list where you would really like to go i eventually want to go as many places i as i can but i think right now what's really interesting me is brazil i've been seeing a lot of like youtube videos and stuff and I just think I would really like it there and yeah so hopefully there eventually that sounds so exciting is there something particular that again is interesting for you about Brazil it just seems very colorful and full of life and fun and I would be very interested to see that kind of culture because I've never seen it or experienced anything like that. I'm going to keep an eye on your travels and I'm sure that now that you've said it out loud, it's going to happen sometime soon. I hope so. But do you have, yeah, do you have also um, some flights bought already or where are you planning on going next? No, so I just got home. So I've been working a lot um, but I don't have any plans to go anywhere, just working while I'm in school. But I'm also very impulsive sometimes. Like last weekend, I ended up in Miami. And it just... <laughs> wow. I don't have any plans, but I'm not opposed to doing anything. Mm, so it might come spontaneously, some new travel plans. Yes. I love that. Why not? I think it's uh, good to combine both of these options. Like sometimes you plan a trip ahead a lot, but also sometimes maybe an idea comes or an opportunity, an invitation or something, and you just go for it. Yeah. Go with the flow, so to yeah. say. Awesome. I'm excited for your future travels and definitely Brazil as well to seeing the content from there. But I have a few questions. Um, these are kind of like closing questions. And I want to ask you, why do you travel? Um, this is actually, I, I'm going to give an example really quickly. But the first week we were traveling Vietnam, it was a little rough, like getting adjusted. We were all getting sick. It was just, it was rough. And then we went to Koh Tao and I was sitting in the hostel and by the bar there was like, everyone was playing a game, some type of like quizzing thing. Everyone was very interactive and just all together. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, this is why I travel. I think it's just a lot of it for me is community and just like being around people 
that enjoy the same things as me, that are similar to me, and also just seeing the world, experiencing different perspectives of life, I think is really beautiful and I love it. That is so well said. I totally agree. And again, we come back to people yes. <laughs> again yeah. and again. And it's just like you can travel to some different countries, but also I feel like you travel through people. And if you travel to a different country and you meet other travelers, you hear stories about their countries and their cultures. And this allows you to travel as well in a different way. Yes. But do you feel like there's also something that you've learned along your journey of being a traveler? I've learned so much. Um, I feel like mainly it taught me how to open my mind up to just try new things how beneficial it is to get out of your comfort zone and just it also made me realize how big the world is and how much there is to it how different people are and live their life and then when I'm just at home having like a little problem I'm like it's really not that big of a deal there's so much out there like it's, I don't know, it's crazy how much there is to see. And also I feel like you learn the most while traveling too because you're learning like language, culture, life lessons. Like you're meeting so many different people that have so many different backgrounds that are teaching you something that they might be an expert in and you have no clue anything about. And it's just so cool because you're never you never know what you're gonna learn or run into, and then you just suddenly know something new. I love this, and I love this answer so much, and I totally agree with everything you said. I feel like traveling is like school of life, but more intense. <laughs> If you yes, know what I mean, I like you, yeah. you learn all of these different things that you would probably learn anyway in your day to day life, but it would just take much more time versus if you go traveling, you experience all of these different things, maybe more intensely and in a shorter period of time. Definitely. Yeah. But that's also the beauty of traveling. It is. It's a curse and a blessing, I feel like, at the same time, more or less. But I think more a blessing. Yeah, I agree. I love this. It's just this. There's so much to traveling, and I feel like some people just, like, see pictures posted or videos posted, and it's just like, oh, she's traveling. Like, they're traveling. But there's just so much more behind it. Like you are learning so much. You're experiencing such a different way of life. Like there's just so much to it that I feel like you don't know until you do it and you find that love for it. And it's, I feel like also nearly impossible to kind of communicate that to people, what it is like fully, like the full experience of traveling. Yeah. Because indeed, as you mentioned, one part that you see is like photos and videos and somebody from the outside is seeing like, okay, this is what it is. She's traveling, but actually there is so much on the background happening. There's so much. I love and it. yeah, no one sees it and no one knows it until they do it and they find that like, it's like more so a feeling I would say than like, I don't know. Yeah, For sure. I totally agree. So the bottom line here is that if you're listening to this episode, then just go traveling and experience this because otherwise we just cannot tell you what we mean fully right now. Like maybe you get the glimpse of it, 
but not like the full experience. But I love this answer so much. I totally agree with this one. But we've come to an end. I am so grateful. Thank you so much for coming, Olivia. It was so nice to chat with you and hear about your exciting travel stories, your inspiring situations that you had on your travels. And you have beautiful and insightful travel content on TikTok that we discussed also briefly before. How can people find you there? Um, well, first, I want to say thanks for having me. And I really enjoyed talking with you. But you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, really anything. It's all the same. It's just Olivia Chikeli. It's hard to spell, but... <laughs> We'll put it in the show notes so that people can go ahead and check out your TikTok because as you mentioned before as well, you post travel-related uh, travel content, but also a lot of educating content for people to take a look at and maybe learn something new. Yeah. And yeah, we'll add this information definitely to show notes so people can check you out. And Thank you so much again for coming to the show. I really love talking to you. I enjoyed it a lot. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye.